Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, September 14th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Today's episode is a previous recording from November 4th, 2021. We'll be back next week with new episodes. Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bolcher. We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're excited to jump back into our discussion, but before we get to that, let us begin with a prayer. Our prayer today was written in the 16th century by John Knox. Let us pray. Honor and praise be unto you, O Lord our God, for all your tender mercies. Continual thanks be unto you for creating us in your own likeness, for redeeming us by the precious blood of your dear Son when we were lost, and for sanctifying us with the Holy Spirit. For all the benefits, O most merciful Father, that we have received of your goodness alone, we thank you. And we beseech you to grant us always your Holy Spirit, that we may grow in grace, in steadfast faith, and perseverance in all good works. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Our scripture passage comes from the book of Ephesians chapter 2, verses 11 through 22. Listen for a word from God. So then, remember that at one time you Gentiles by birth called the uncircumcision by those who are called the circumcision, a physical circumcision made in the flesh by human hands. Remember that you were at that time without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace. In his flesh he has made both groups into one and has broken down the dividing wall, that is, the hostility between us. He has abolished the law with its commandments and ordinances that he might create in himself one new humanity in place of the two, thus making peace, and might reconcile both groups to God in one body through the cross, thus putting to death that hostility through it. So he came and proclaimed peace to you who were far off, and peace to those who were near. For through him both of us have access in one spirit to the Father. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are citizens with the saints and also members of the household of God, built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the cornerstone. In him the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple in the Lord and whom you are also built together spiritually into a dwelling place for God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Brett, this passage starts out talking about the joining of two groups. What were those two groups? Yeah, so we have these two groups that that it mentioned, the circumcised and the uncircumcised. We have uh, the Jewish people and everyone else, Mm -hmm. uh, often called the Gentiles. and so, you know, through the Old Testament, we have kind of this covenant that God specifically picks out this really uh, insignificant group of people, the Jewish, the Hebrew people, that he makes a covenant with. And then God 
uh, through Jesus Christ invites all to be a part of this. Um, and I think that's, that's super important for us today uh, in, in going forward because uh, there were, you know, there are both, we have instances of the Hebrew people bringing people into that covenant, into that love of God. And then we also have instances where uh, that special covenant ended up, as it said, kind of throwing up walls, uh, which is really easy to, to do. Uh, if we, we, are really, we really love being in groups. I remember in college, I got my very first iPhone. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's the iPhone 3, paid for it with my own money. I was on my parents' family plan, and I was the first one to pay for the data. I got 512 megabytes a month. <laughs> uh-huh. And there was something, you know, holding the iPhone, it felt like you were in this group. You uh-huh. were a part of something, and that, like, just created this this brand loyalty, created this, like, kind of stirring, and without realizing it, this elevation of yourself, of you're finally part of this group. Right. And we see the complete breaking down and absurdity of that in the blood of Christ. Yeah. I love this because I feel like Jesus Christ has offered the identity of being beloved God of children through his death to everyone. Mm-hmm. And so that means no longer are there divisions, even for people who don't call on the name of Christ. Yeah. They've still been offered this, and it's the work that Christ did that changes that. And I think you can't afford to have us in them and still call yourself a true Christian. And I say that knowing that I do it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But what I also love about this is it said Christ has broken down the hostility between us. Hmm. So not only is it we have to accept others as our own, but we also can't be hostile Um, we have to then love. And uh, I also firmly believe that it takes the Holy Spirit working in our lives to really pull that off. Yeah. But I do think this is the goal Mm -hmm. to kind of widen that circle constantly. Because we we do something, uh, I think, as an affront to God when we we throw up these lines and we— uh, we we decide to uh, completely identify with this group and we're hostile to this other group again, as I've mentioned, I've said it like four times to make myself feel better, um, and it just completely uh, cheapens the grace of God that mm-hmm. God has given that person when I choose to do that, right? Yeah, it's funny. So I have two teenagers, and um, you know, this election season, we would drive through our neighborhood and we would see people who had signs of the candidates that our family would vote for. Mm-hmm. One of my daughters said, um, hey, look at them. They've got a sign like ours. And the next one, they'd be like, oh, they've got that sign in their yard. And I would say, that's our brother and sister in Christ. Mm-hmm. Like every time I wanted them to know, yes, they may not vote like us, but it's our brother and sister in Christ. Yeah. But my favorite thing was, you know, Ryan and I were driving, and she was like, hey, look, they've got the sign we like. And then she goes, ugh, never mind. And I said, what? And she goes, they had an Auburn sticker on their car. <laughs> so apparently, you know, there's no hostility unless it's Bama and Auburn. Unless it's Bama and yeah, Auburn. Yeah, because I didn't correct her on that. I'll just go ahead and tell you. <laughs> you're like, you're right. Those aren't our brothers That's and sisters right. That's right. Uh, uh, I think for me the challenge will be how do I live out Christ's call 
to see all of us as one and to have no hostility. Yeah, because I'll speak directly to politics because of, of the election decided last night. And, you know, I, I choose to believe that people make their political decisions based on what they think that they're hoping that the world will be better because of this direction. I, and I and I want to believe that about people, and, and that's and that's why they're choosing to go uh, this direction or the other, um, and because otherwise, otherwise, then I just react with hostility because I think that they um, are just you know silly on their decisions or selfish or, um, and so that uh, can create quite the uh, fury. Yeah, yeah, I do think. There has been a shift in politics to identity politics. And the idea is you find a candidate you identify with and they will have policies that support people like you. Mm -hmm. I feel like Christ is we're supposed to be identified with Christ. And we vote policies that Jesus Christ would approve of. We may do that in different ways. But I do think that's our calling, and it's certainly a higher calling. Mm-hmm. With that, let us go to a poem by Galway Cannell called St. Francis and the Sow. The bud stands for all things, even for those things that don't flower, for everything flowers from within of self-blessings. Though sometimes it is necessary to reteach a thing its loveliness, to put a hand on its brow of the flower and retell in it words and in touch it is lovely until it flowers again from within of self-blessing. As St. Francis put his hand on the creased forehead of the sow and told her in words and in touch blessings of the earth of the sow and the sow began remembering all down her thick length from the earthen snout all the way through the fodder and the slops to the spiritual curl of the tail, from the hard spinniness spiked out of, from the spine down through the great broken heart to the sheer blue milken dreaminess spurting and shuddering from the fourteen teats into the fourteen mouths sucking and blowing beneath them the long, perfect loveliness of sow. Thank you all for joining us. Now may you each go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.